Hey everyone, and welcome to the Bible Breakdown Podcast. In this podcast, we will be breaking down the Bible one chapter a day. Whether you are a new believer or have been following Christ for a while, we believe that you will learn something new and fresh every single day. So thank you for joining us, and let's get into breaking down the Bible together. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Bible Breakdown Podcast with your host, Pastor Brandon. Today, 1 Samuel chapter 22, title today is You Attract Who You Are. You Attract Who You Are. You ever heard this phrase, birds of a feather flock together? Or how about this one? You don't attract what you want, you attract what you are. Well, that is definitely true. And the other thing is, is you end up being, you know, like people who are around you, they end up rubbing off on you you end up rubbing off on them. And we're going to see that together today as the battle lines are forming. People are going to gather around David. People have already been around Saul, but you're beginning to see how his heart and his mind about things are starting to infect everybody around them. And we're going to get into that in just a moment. But as always, if you like what we're doing here, make sure you like, share, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure you leave us a five-star review on the podcast. And then also make sure you join us at the Facebook discussion group. Man, the more we dig, the more we find. And I'd love for you to sign up for our text alerts. You can text RLC Bible to 94,000 and you can get a daily text message of the Bible reading, of the podcast, of the YouTube video, of the discussion, all the different things. I always love building this community where we can just dig into God word together. And that's what we talk about around here. It's just digging in to God's word and letting his word speak to us every day. Well, if you have 1 Samuel chapter 22 and your Bible is ready to go, what we're about to see is that these people start to gather around David who were in a similar desperate situation. Now there's situations and stories are all different, but all these people start to rally around David. But then you're also going to see on the other side that people are rallying around Saul but it's not really the kind of people that you want in your life. And I just want to start this question as we get ready to move on. What kind of people are rallying around you? And what kind of people are you drawn to? It may be a way to see into your heart and what God is doing in your life. Well, let's read God's word and let's see what he has to say to us today. First Samuel chapter 22, verse 1 says this. So David left Gath and escaped to the cave of Adullam. By the way, pause. Remember, He acted like a crazy guy to get out of there, (laughs) but he did. Soon, his brothers and all of his relatives joined him there. And then listen, then others began coming, men who were in trouble or in debt or just discontented until David was the captain of about 400 men. Later, David went to Mizpah of Moab, where he asked the king, please allow my father and mother to live here with you until I know what God is going to do for me. So David's parents stayed in Moab with the king the entire time David was living in his strongholds. One day, the prophet Gad told David, leave the stronghold and return to the land of Judah. So David went to the forest of Hereth. The news of his arrival in Judah soon reached Saul. At that time, the king was sitting beneath the teramis tree on the hill of Gabeah, holding a spear surrounded by his officers. Pause. You know you want to be careful whenever you're around Saul with a spear. Because I'm going to tell you something, that old boy, he don't mind throwing it, am I right? Verse 7, listen here, you young men of Benjamin. Saul shouted to his officers where he heard the news. He has, uh, has, has the son of Jesse promised every one of you in the fields and vineyards? Has he promised to make you all generals and captains of his army? Is that why you've conspired against me? For not one of you told me when my own son made a solemn pact with the son of Jesse. You're not even sorry for me. Think of it, my own son, 
encouraging him to kill me. And he is trying to do this very day. Then Doag, the Edomite, who was standing there with Saul's men, spoke up. When I was in Nob, he said, I saw the son of Jesse talking to the priest, Ahimelech, son of Atuab. Ahimelech consulted the Lord for him and gave him food and the sword of Goliath, the Philistine. Saul, the king, immediately sent for Ahimelech and all of his family who served the priests at Noab, or Nob. And when they arrived, Saul shouted at him, Listen to me, you son of Atuab. What is it, my king? Ahimelech asked. Why have you and the son of Jesse conspired against me? Saul demanded. Why did you give him food and a sword? Why have you consulted God for him? Why have you encouraged him to kill me, as he is trying to do this very day? But sir, Ahimelech replied, is anyone among your servants as faithful as David, your son-in-law? Why, he is the captain of your bodyguard and is highly honored member of your household. This was certainly not the first time I had consulted God for him. May the king not accuse me and my family of the, in this matter, for I knew nothing at all of any plot against you. You will surely die, Ahimelech, along with your entire family, king shouted. And he ordered his bodyguards, kill these priests of the Lord, for they are allies and conspirators with David. They knew that he was running away from me, but they didn't tell me. But Saul's men refused to kill the Lord's priests. Then the king said to Doag, you do it. So Doag, the Edomite, turned to them and killed them that day, 85 priests in all, still wearing their priestly garments. Then he went to Nob and the towns and the priests, and he killed the priest's families, men, women, children, and babies, and all the cattle, donkeys, sheep, and goat, goats. Only Abathar, one of the sons of Ahimelech, escaped and fled to David. And when he told David and Saul that Saul had killed the priests of the Lord, David exclaimed, I knew it. When I saw Doeg the Edomite there that day, I knew that he was sure to tell Saul. Now I have caused the death of all of your father's family. Stay here with me and don't be afraid. I will protect you with my own life. For the same person wants to kill us both. Can we just take an aside here and say that when God asked Saul to go do that to enemies, he wouldn't do it. But when it came to who was supposed to be his friends, he had no problem. Truly, Saul has gone off the deep end. And let's go back to what we said earlier, that we don't attract what you want, you attract what you are. Well, David has been surrounded by these men who are desperate, they're alone, they're in trouble. Well, that's exactly what David is right now. And they are going to form an amazing army that, spoiler alert, one day is going to be some of the mightiest men in the entire region. On the other hand, Saul has now gotten so sour and so bitter that the people around him are willing to do the exact same thing and are willing to be just as sour and just as bitter, which then leads me to the question, what kind of people are you attracting? I want to give you a moment and just kind of think, who are the five most important voices in your life? Who has the most buy-in in your life? And what do you think they are leading you to? I heard someone say one time recently that we are a culmination of the five most important voices in our life. Do you value God's word? Do you put it above everything else? Do you look forward to God's word? Do you take it seriously? Well, that could be one voice in your life. Do you have other people who speak life into you, who speak hope into you, and, 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 and all those wonderful things? Okay. Do you, on the other side, though, do you listen to you know, YouTube videos and things that are just bringing down people and constantly criticizing all this stuff? Do you just all this bad news all the time? Well, then that's something that's bringing you down. 
what are you surrounding yourself with? Because what you will do is you will eventually attract who you are. And one of the greatest ways to see your heart is to see who you are around. And if you find that who you're around is not who you want to be around, it's time to make a course correction. It's time to purposely make some new decisions. Because what will happen is, is they will rub off on you and you will rub off on them, which leads me to the next question. What are you inspiring other people to do? What are you inspiring other people to do? Saul inspired this Doeg guy to go kill a bunch of innocent people. David, he had inspired the one guy who escaped to come to him for help. What are you inspiring people to do? You are who you attract. So let's make sure that we are purposely attracting good people, kind people, holy people, and to be that in return. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for today. Thank you for your goodness, your kindness, your faithfulness to us. God, we're trying to figure out this thing called life. And sometimes it's easy and sometimes it's not. Sometimes we go through difficult seasons where we attract the wrong kind of people. And by wrong, we just mean that they're unhealthy for us. I pray you'll help us to open our eyes, to see relationships where we need to put in healthy boundaries, to see relationships where maybe we need to take a next step and get closer to those people. I pray you'll help us, Lord, to take a next step to walk in freedom with you every day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, don't forget, God's word says in 1 Samuel chapter 12, be sure to fear the Lord and faithfully serve him. Think of all the wonderful things he has done for you. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow for 1 Samuel chapter 23.